Okay, if we're gonna go, we gotta go to ten thirty. Tell me <laughs> what you want to say. <laughs> the year is twenty ten. It's the eighth of December, and you're wasting away on the north coast. On the well, we'll talk about that later. This is Amigo Shmo. <laughs> Stop, Mike and Mickey. The gang is here for our December show. <laughs> <laughs> I did tell someone. I befriended recently, and she started listening to the episodes, and she I think she just kind of assumes there's monthly episodes. We do it monthly. Monthly? Really? Wow. Yeah, she's not. She's just saying, I listen to the November show now, the September show. She She's going to be surprised if she goes backwards and says, wow, you did, like, many on this mm. month. Yeah, we had a few runs. But... So we're not doing the weekly or bi-weekly as well as we should. Yeah, it's tougher in the off-season when there's not touring yeah, of course. What was our excuse? I was just looking for an excuse. That's <laughs> <laughs> a big you just wanted to say. <coughs> I'm just digging for something. I need a cough button. <laughs> Since we were still doing concert roundups from when it was warm, <laughs> we, Mickey's still doing yeah, Mickey. concert roundups. Still all yeah, tell me about it. I still have four more to go. <laughs> all right. Well, what is it? The 30th anniversary of December 8th is... Uh, 2010, 30th anniversary of John Lennon's death. That's correct. Announced on Monday Night Football, basically. 30 years ago. Yeah, I just heard that replayed today. It's just still so weird with the way Cosell um, announced that. Timeout is called. Three seconds remaining. John Smith is on the line. And I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say but we know in the booth. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game, no matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty found we have to take. Frank? Indeed it is. Three seconds remain. It's almost like he was doing play-by-play play or something. It was really Yeah. Good. I mean, I did see something, was it yesterday? Yesterday or something. Where they had, they were talk. they had video, audio of them talking behind the scenes. Yeah. Before, to what they should announce it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, I heard. And, uh, it was just interesting to hear Howard Cosell. Because Gifford was all for it. Cosell didn't want to announce it. Yeah, he didn't know if it would fit. Well, you know, he's like, this is a Thank sports you. show. He was shot outside his apartment, the Dakota apartment building. Fellas, I just don't know. I'd like your opinion. I, I can't see this game situation allowing for that news flash. Can you? Absolutely, I can see it. You, you can? You betcha. Uh, you've got, we've got right. to. If we know it, we've got to do it. All right. I don't, don't hang on. It's a tragic moment. And, all right. This is going to shake up the whole world. All right. I will get it in. Let Gift call this play, and then I'll get it in. Which is weird, because go back to the Olympics, how Cosell wanted to, he was mad he didn't get the, when the, the Munich Olympics happened in 72. All that's the... Uh, Hostages. Cosell was all trying to get that gig. I mean, he was the boxing guy for ABC then, and uh, and my football. And he's, but he was kind of, you know, he wanted to get in. They chose McKay. They chose it was like between Cosell and McKay to, to lead the desk. It may change McKay's career. But yeah, it was just neat to hear him talking about it. But yeah, Gifford. Who do we care what Gifford thinks? I know, but he was the only one. For yeah, I mean, but he, uh, his reasoning would be based on what? Because <laughs> it's news. I mean, it's, yeah. it's big news. But I mean, I mean he just, definitely I mean, he just, you know, as we know now, he was like one of the original mimbos. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and it's just funny. Well, it's kind of sad that you see him deciding that. Yeah, but he sounded so smart then. I'm sense. surprised that ABC News didn't come in. For That's what I was always well, ABC Is News gave know? them the story. But yeah, I mean, normally they would cut into a program for, with something like that. These days, they sure would. Now I, I don't know the full story, and I'm going to guess it's around that time when, uh, earlier than that, Rune Arledge, 
became the head of ABC Sports, I think. And my, he was the head of Monday Night Football, and then ABC Sports and News. I think I had the right name, Rune Carlage. Yeah. And uh, they combined sports and news, and then he was running it. And then I think and Monday Night Football was his baby. So maybe he was using it as a news thing. So they would all do all the news stories. Well, maybe he said, hey, in the middle of football games. We don't have to call anybody in. We get the they're they're all under the same budget. I don't know. I'm just wondering. I don't know the full story. It was interesting to hear that way late, thirty years later, and they're talking about it behind the scenes. Yeah. So is that how you guys heard from uh, Monday Night Football? No, I didn't. I hadn't been watching that game. I I heard like the next day. Yeah, because I didn't hear it till the next day. No, I, I heard it on Monday Night Football, or I was. Awakened, or I heard as soon as I woke up, my dad says, I'm on name football, something like that. I know my dad would be asleep. But, I, you know, I can't remember because I've, I've seen it, but I don't know. I can't remember seeing it live. So it's, right. Cause, yeah, it's but it's weird, weird how I don't remember times. exactly where I was. There's so many other news I know exactly. I, I was in the kitchen. It's no big deal. I just was told it. The thing was, John Lennon was out of public out of the public eye for so long that it didn't even really strike me that he's gone now. He had been gone for a number of years. And it's it's taken less than 30 years. It took a few years to realize exactly what it meant that he'd been shot and yeah, was, a, been, was poised to come out with new music, you know, was about to he'd been reinvigorate his career. Yeah, true. he recorded enough for two albums. Yeah, so we had one album out already, right? No. It wasn't out yet? No. What's the name of the... Well, I can't think Double of Double Fantasy? Yeah. No, it had just come out. Cause didn't, I thought didn't, it had come out. What's his name have him sign no, it? No, it was during the sessions, wasn't it? I no, thought... no. Chapman had him sign it. That's a big That's a big thing. It had already been out, and he had had Lennon autograph it. Because now it's like up for sale. I was... I'm just under... I'm not a historian on this at all. I was under the impression it was out. And he was he had record he was recording more, getting ready, or okay. he had recorded something. Yeah, that makes sense. And he was the album things were the, better, like because hey, they enhanced his fingerprints on it and stuff. So now it's like it's like yeah, for sale. It's going to bring. That is true. The album was out because after he died, the sales skyrocketed and people were lining up to buy it. Yeah, you're right. But he had already had some more couple couple more albums stuff already recorded. As Lennon and Ono walked to their limousine, they were approached by several people seeking autographs. Among them, Mark David Chapman. Chapman, a 25-year-old security guard from Honolulu, Hawaii, silently handed Lennon a copy of Double Fantasy, which had just been released. Yeah. But he was recording, must have been recording the next album, because he spent several hours at record plant before yeah. returning to Dakota, just, approximately 10.50. I just read the new uh, biography of Lennon. It's like a thousand pages long, so I should know this kind of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, um, the uh, release of the album... Reinvigorated his, his writing, so he, he was already work, at work on the next album, which I believe ended up being Milk and Honey. I remember that, uh, yeah, radio stations were playing all Beatles tunes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was actually cool. I loved it. And I remember, <laughs> so I've never listened to radio so much. I had just started at Gabriel Shards, my junior year, I guess. So <clears> Mrs. Hated. Knapp, I loved it. I remember Mrs. Knapp was really upset. <laughs> I like when you touch me, smell good. Mm. I like when you touch me. You smell good. <laughs> I think I have a song. It wipes itself. <laughs> so, then the reason we're spending all this time talking about Lennon, not really because it was the anniversary of his death, but because of just an so album. Happens. We have to relate yeah. it to Buffett. So the segue... Well, with our part intricate of our, planning. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Our months and months of planning. We, we know what we're going to do on Arbor Day yeah, 2012. <laughs> there was a so, reason we haven't done shows in so long. We were actually working it out so that our review of the of this album coincided with Jennifer spelling salad all over. Don't finish that before you end well, this. Well, take two, yeah. Our review of uh, Robert Greenwich's Christmas album reminded us that we hadn't done Peter Mayer's uh, latest album, which uh, actually came out over a year ago, so that shows you our, our crack staff is on top hey, of things. we planned it. That's right. What that am I saying? We, we, held off, we held off on, recording, on uh, reviewing For Peter Mayer's... the 30th anniversary. Good, goodbye, hello album, just so we could wait over a year and review it on the 30th anniversary of John Lennon's assassination. Yeah. 
and that just shows the attention to detail. That's the dedication that this podcast this has. Where it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you're, we don't open the mic for all our production meetings. <laughs> you get we your money's worth enough, with this gang, I'll tell you that. There's not enough digital space for so that's production why, meetings. That's why it took us this long to review it, even though Buffett appears on the album. Yes. See, you would think that we would have reviewed that been high it over a list, year right? ago, but... We held off on reviewing it just for this occasion. Such is our dedication to you, our listeners. <laughs> but anybody, that's all the time buy we any have. Of that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the album's okay. See you later, everybody. I don't have a joke. <laughs> so should we launch into it? Unless we have well, any news. We have any before news? we get to that, now that we teased this, Oh my gosh. Do we have a gospel from the coast? Uh, Buffett's been kind of busy. Ooh. Um, he, uh, I'll take that as a yes. They opened up the Margaritaville in Nashville, and there was going to be a concert with Mac and Will Kimbrough, and Buffett made a surprise appearance to the delight and joy of all the attendees there. Then he did three private concerts in one weekend. It was pretty impressive. He did the Andy Roddick Foundation charity uh, gala, and it, uh, the... His appearance was actually pretty lengthy. It was almost like a like a full concert. And John Legend, John Legend was there, and Jimmy ended up duetting with John Legend on a song called "Use Me." I know nothing about the song, but there are video clips available online, which I have not watched. And uh, there's also there are also video clips from uh, the New Orleans Artists Against Hunger and Homelessness charity event. Jimmy was there with Alan Toussaint, and it looks like they duetted on Alan Toussaint's song, I Want to Hang with Jimmy Buffett, which he also did at the uh, at the Katrina concert. Yeah. And they do play that. No, not Katrina. Katrina. Exactly. <laughs> the, the oil thing. It was uh, the uh, Gulf Coast concert for whatever. What was it called? Just the Gulf Coast concert? <laughs> I don't know what the name of it was. <laughs> the BP oil spill. And Jimmy appeared on Australia's Today Show to confirm two concerts in Sydney, Australia, at the Sydney Opera House. Those concerts will be Sunday, January 23rd, and Monday, January 24th. So let's go. So all Aussies have to go. To in fact, didn't Sydney we Opera got House. we got a uh, an email from uh, from listener Fiona? Yes, our from our Aussie. Community. The That's Aussie right. chapter of the Wasting Away on the North Coast Fan Club. Yeah, and she wonders when when we're going to book our uh, our trip out there. I would love that. We could bring tequila. <laughs> yes, we could. Is there any place we couldn't bring tequila? <laughs> Didn't she indicate before that she liked tequila or wanted to try it? That they don't really don't have it there. I don't remember that. Or maybe they do, and she just likes it. And I just or maybe it was funny. dreamed to that. Yeah, or maybe I'm just making it. Up. <laughs> or maybe it wasn't even her. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I was just drinking tequila, <laughs> watching Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> I don't know. That joke did not get a very good response uh, from the audience. Oh, 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 man. Uh, try again, I, Joe. I died out here. <laughs> that I just was, died. Just that was now. not a knife. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, try another one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So is that enough gospel from the coast for you? Yeah, it's enough. Shall I dive into the uh, concert roundup? I don't know if we want to do two. I'm tired of doing two concert roundups. Let's then do again, one. Well, we'll record more often. There was a there was a uh, Margaritaville mention on the uh, NBC show Outsourced. Did oh yeah, that's talk right. about that. That's right. Yes, it was just a brief thing. I thought it was funny. I, I liked the show. I I happened to watch it and enjoy it. And uh, the uh, the uptight assistant manager was kind of uh, given the uh, the American. Uh, manager a hard time for being a little bit lax or loose on on rules in the uh, in the office, and uh, he chastised him by saying, uh, "This is not your town of Margaritaville." <laughs> to which I said, "Yes, Margaritaville." Finally, a reason why I've been watching the yes. last month. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's a good show. I never tried it. Yet. <laughs> really, you should watch the show. show. Outsourced. It's good. Trust me, it's a good show. I'm actually paying people to watch it for me. <laughs> uh, I do. Enjoy. Did I forward something on? Was was Buff? Was there a Buffett mention? 
in the freak or something. You said worlds colliding, and I didn't. Yeah, I yeah. didn't get why the worlds were colliding because I clicked. Yeah, on it was it was Harbaugh. Oh, it was my Harbaugh stuff, but yeah. it was. I it tuned was one that particular out. harbor was mentioned. Harbaugh. Oh yeah, yeah, Harbaugh. the guy. Yeah, one particular. I tried to. Why it was a national it. article or something? No, no, it was a free press. Though. It was a free press. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it was a very cool article. Where it affected you? Yeah, so it says one particular Harbaugh. Whatever. At least it was above mention. Yeah, there was a mention. It's there. Okay. I participated. I found something. And I saw today on. Buy.com had the uh, frozen concoction maker, the cordless one, on sale for 100, 184 bucks, free shipping. Oh, I Cheapest I've seen this by far. What would the uh, standard price be? It's like, it's like $400. This is oh, really? Oh, okay. Less than half price. Yeah, $399. Yeah. yeah. 99 something like that. This is by far it, the best price $215 off or something. Yep. Nice. I didn't know it was free shipping. It's yeah, free bad. shipping too. So, yeah, so if anybody's interested in the cordless frozen concoction maker, it's not the liquor chiller, which I would have been all over, but uh, the cordless <laughs> frozen concoction maker. might get the liquor chiller. I've been waiting for that one. I, I checked. Wonder, they didn't have it. I wonder it. how much power the cordless. Uh, it is good for 60 drinks. I read the description. I mean, the actual. It's like a cordless drill. It's probably 18 volt, 24 volt. Cordless. Yeah, it says it shaves the ice and does the whole thing automatically, just like the uh, plug-in one. So, maybe we should all chip in and buy one for the in- for the group. Well, we know it's on Mike's wish list. <laughs> <laughs> I'll store it at my house. <laughs> so, if anybody is uh, putting their Christmas list together now, and they need some Buffett item, there you go. That's probably the best price I've seen on, the, on that thing. Buy it. At buy.com. Buy.com. That's all. Didn't we put together a Christmas list last year? Like a yeah, we did yeah, some Buffetty. Uh, yeah, it was such a smash that uh, we decided to do it again. <laughs> and now we have just one item. <laughs> Which brings us why we're here. So there you have it. <laughs> and the death of John Lennon anniversary. Back, back to the death, and to our. CD. Oh no! Are we gonna do the concert concert uh, roundup stuff? I can never say those you two always words say together. Concert. You I know because I'm already time. thinking no, of the word roundup. I did it in the locker room today. Too. Yeah, we're starting the uh, last leg of the Under the Big Top tour, which started with a concert in Mountain View, California. There were only four shows to go. Like I said, there's the one in Mountain View, then Portland. Irvine, California, and then the big show in Las Vegas. But uh, just to keep things simple, we're just going to do the one show from Mountain View. So here are the highlights from Mountain View, California. Sonny gets to go take a break after two songs. Man, he's he's pooped. I'm telling you. Have a glass of red wine and he'll be right back up here, I'll tell you. We're going to get Mr. Uh, Mac McAnally right here to help us out with this next song. CMA Musician of the Year. Who knew? Amazing, huh? But the, how many more days do you get to be that? Coming up, right? Inside of a month now. Inside of a month. My reign is nearing Your reign is nearing in. Just like Amelda Marcos, you could be out of here. And shoes and everything are gone. <laughs> So we're going to get the best out of his last 30 days. This is a little Zach Brown song we're going to do for you right now. Good guy, Zach Brown. This is a little song. We did a show uh, called Crossroads a while back and uh, got to play around together. But television being what television is, some higher power decided this song wouldn't make the TV show. And I thought, well, that's because TV isn't real performing We're to live people. I knew this song would work out here, so <clears throat> in my show, I went, I'll put it in any fucking place I want. Oh. Maybe I'm being slightly narcissistic, but what do
might be the end of October and pumpkins are out there in the supermarket, but as far as we're concerned, it is still summertime out here. We brought you this weather and we intend to leave it with you when we go. I pronounce it'll be summer till November the 67th. It's new math, Mike. Come on, figure it out. Oops. That only leaves the original Coral Reefer band here now. This is the way I came to town, the boarding house many years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Opening for, ooh, Mimi Farina. God, was I in love with her. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Since you dressed up for this gig, will you join me in a, in a religious song right now? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yes. Seems we can't escape religion no matter where we look these days, you know. As an ex-Catholic altar boy, I thought I was done with that shit. Uh, and we hadn't done this in a long time, but it's Saturday night here on the Bay Area, so... We're going to group sing, and... I think Joan Baez would be proud of us for doing this. Our boys will sing one and the girls will sing the other. You know. Oh, no, we, no, no, that's not it. Don't worry, I wouldn't do that to you. After all that shit, get ready, boys. If either one of us can move, men. Oh, Thank you. Thank you, hermano. Dan. Can't have anything nicer. Well, all I can say is for this next song is I'd like to thank the Holiday Inn and Sausalito for the inspiration. With the view of Mount Tamalpais from a Holiday Inn room, this is what happened. <laughs> I guess I never was meant for glitter, rock and roll. Tracking down your every night Playing for a living beneath these brightly colored lights And if you ever wonder why you ride this carousel You do it for the stories that you can tell And the people who come Are the stories we can tell And if it I wish that we could sit upon a bed in some motel With a fatty and a cheeseburger And some pinot from the Russian River And listen to the story that we can tell And listen to the stories we can tell yeah. There'll be more stories next year See you in Australia Or Las Vegas God bless, drive home carefully Have a great weekend Hey. hey, some good stuff there. Oh, I was driving on the way here, down the freeway. You know, they have those uh, big billboards now. They're live. They kind of like they're TV screens, right? Yeah. And they had this one nice. for a radio station. 
um, and they display what songs they're playing. Like currently, you can turn it on right now. Oh wow! And as I passed by there, they were playing Margaritaville. Yeah. <laughs> Says Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville. So I, I put it on. <laughs> I listened to it. I you're just, you're just a lemming. I, I, I fell for Billboard. it. Should Billboard said I must put it on. <laughs> Billboard. Must Thank do. you, Mr. Oh, must Billboard. do what Billboard says. Well, as soon as guys get so your glasses, we can move. I, I forgot to bring the CD. Oh, no. I remembered last week when we didn't record, but I didn't think to bring it. I have it on my iPhone. I do have a list. Pod. I got a list of the songs, okay. but I don't have the iPhone. Yeah, I have my working. iTunes. So, Adventures yeah, to Track 1. Obladi, Oblada. One of my favorite uh, Beatles tunes ever. I know, I love it. It's a goofy song, but damn it, I like this song. It's a catchy thing. Yeah. You well, can't turn this song off. If it comes on the radio, you can't turn what it off. I dare you. I like about this. I use this song a lot in my video productions, like doing uh, like photo slideshows. And this is one of those, you know, you try to take them from sentimental songs to whatever. This is one of those songs that everybody knows. It's upbeat, you know, at the risk of sounding like I'm on dance fever. It's easy to dance to. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, Tell the story. I mean, it's, I think the songs overall were well picked on this album. I like the selection. My problem is it's an entire cover of Beatles songs. And so <laughs> the whole album and all these songs to me are iconic. So I have issues with listening to a whole album individually. Like I can listen to a single cover of a group or anybody for that matter. But the Beatles are so ingrained, and maybe it's just me and myself. I mean, that I have issues with other people singing the Beatles songs to begin with. How can you make a Beatles song your own? And then how can you compare it to the original? That's my issue when there's any cover of a Beatles song. Well, in here, and we'll get to the, all the songs, I think he's tried He's tried to make it, his some own. of them his own a couple right. of times, but he, yeah. he's fallen down on some of the efforts, exactly. and he's done well on some of the other ones. Yeah. And we'll, I'm sure we'll get to those. But So you didn't like the idea that it's all <laughs> covers, but that's the project. See, I <laughs> right. It's like that Roger... Robert G. Christmas albums sucked because they're all Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Now let's be fair. Let's be fair. There's let's not one mention of Fourth of July in the entire project. So you would have been happier with a Peter Mayer album with a, maybe one or two Beatles, Beatles covers tossed in there. Yeah, I just have a hard time listening to this whole album because I'm thinking to myself the whole time, well, why don't I just put on? <laughs> well, yeah, I, the I, I feel that way a lot with Beatles covers. Too. Yeah, hey, don't you have specific? Yeah, opinion and, about uh, people doing Beatles covers. Period. I mean, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there are some. Against there's, it, there's. They they just did the uh, Coverville podcast of the for Thanksgiving. He does a, a okay a full Beatles show, and a, a lot of those, they they either go way off base to try and and make it their own, which sucks because they change the melody and mm -hmm. lyrics and stuff, and it's like, well, screw you, you're not even doing the damn song. But then if they get too close to it, it's like, well, I'd rather just listen to, right, right. to the church. So let's start off with right this way. song. And I haven't listened to it four or five times, maybe, when it first came out. And then probably two or three times over the last week and a half we've been talking about this. This opening song, I generally like it. I think, unless I'm mistaken, this is the one where he changes it a little bit in the beginning. The intro, yeah, is yes. what's is what, and I liked it. I liked the changes he brought. To it. I, I I liked it. Very it subtle was, changes. It was just at yeah. the beginning. It was and they, they keep it the spirit right of the song, the, right? To the exactly. Same they feel like natural. I thought the first song went off without a hitch, and I yeah. thought to myself, "I'm going to like this," but I have a hard time not talking about the other things because by the fourth <laughs> song, I'm like, "I, I know can't do it." No, I know. I, I I know exactly where you're going. But the, I heard this song. I said. This album, this this album is uh, this is gonna be pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I think I really really There's like no, this song. I like hearing and it. And I'm thinking, I'm singing, he does know, a good job. I, I, I haven't been listening to the Beatles enough. This is, this is <laughs> exactly. really good. I really enjoy There's it. no mistake why this is the first yeah. song on this. Then CD. it turns out like this may be my favorite song on the album. It is. Yes, I I I'm my not top sure top if I would have heard another song first. If that would have not been, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I'm not no, so sure. No, this was this done. Really yeah, well. this is definitely. I thought this was done well and one of the better ones done, but it, it was a good start to the album. It was definitely yeah. a good choice. And, and yeah. oddly enough, it kind of went for me best, and it kept getting a little bit <laughs> worse as the whole thing went on in in order all the way down. But I'm jumping. Mm, there was a little piece of it for me. It goes down. There's definitely steps. But this is by far, to me, the, the best one. It, but it's always one of my favorite Beatles songs. Like a lot, you know, I don't have a count, but it is. It's a lot. It's, it's, 15 it's over times. an hour. 15. It's over an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's like 70 minutes. So, which brings us to the second song. I'm going to jump quickly because Come Together, I really didn't like. I did. And, now, see, I... And I'm not a huge... See, part of my issue is I don't think that's... It's just one of the Beatles songs that I would generally skip over. I just... I don't like the fl- the ebb and flow of that song. It's toasty in here. <laughs> Whoa. Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> hey, can you get an empty glass when you get a chance? No, sir. Or one with water in it. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. You, why would no, you? No, I think that one's used. I'm going to take right. it away. <laughs> I thought she was going to pour it Here, you'll take this and like it. <laughs> so, so I think my issue was, and this is, this is the part, and, and I tried to, to take some of these tasks on seriously that you you guys give me, and and all seriously, I try. Makes it sound like most of the time he doesn't. Yeah, I, I tried to take this task on seriously. Like I put myself in the shoes of a music, you know, critic or writer, and what I I don't think that I got over the fact that I really this is not my favorite song, so I couldn't get past that to appreciate the changes. And I think the changes were very subtle in this one, too. and Not as much even as the first one. It was in the beginning. There were a few twists and turns. But overall, I just I didn't like this song. And I think it's just, I don't like this song. I, so I'm not I like the song. Being I mean, I like the song. I like, I like the Beatles. Beatles. I like Aerosmiths. I like, exactly, I was just going to say that, for the Sgt. Pepper. Yes, yeah, the Aerosmith one is kind, of, is kind of faithful to the Abbey Road version, though, I believe. It's a little more... Yeah, it's rock. just more. It's, it's yeah, more it's just a little more electric. rock, seventies rock, yeah. whatever. And, but it's uh, still, it's got that that same shoot me sound to yeah, it. And the yeah. rolling bass. Yeah. So. No, I really liked. I really no, liked yeah. that yeah. when it came out. I did, and awesome. I liked this because I liked the way he started it acoustically. Yeah, I thought they were very I faithful cool. to the to the feel of of the melody, not to the recording, but just the the melody of the song. I thought it was it was inspired to turn it into a, like a swamp rock kind of. With an acoustic beginning like that, I and uh, that. and the the 70s <coughs> Michael Utley keyboard that comes in later on, it was cool. My only problem with it is it just kind of fades out instead of building to something. They just play for four minutes and then start fading out, which I thought was kind of a letdown. Hmm. See, I didn't catch that. I liked and again. It. This so song was just a little not as good as Old Bobby Brown, but it was pretty good. No, I, I, liked, I liked it. I thought it was well. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was. It wasn't as good, but I thought it was still pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah just a, a big smile. Just a, just yeah. a tiny step yeah. down. I'm thinking there's no problems. Yeah. Yet. And then uh, it's gonna three. be great. Here comes the sun. So we've got a Paul song, a John song, and a George song for the first three. <laughs> and I, this is a song that I generally like outside of this text. And once again, I just thought, at this point, it went from good, I don't really like that song, I would probably skip it, to now, this is just okay. Here comes this, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it sounded like George Harrison's. Yeah, well, I mean, it sounded like the original. It sounded like uh, Blue Heaven Rendezvous to me at the very beginning, and then when they bring in the guitars, it's like, well, there you go, it's just, it's the song, he's just playing the song. And, and I... I liked it when they brought the guitars in. I, I thought the musicianship here on this song is top notch. I think they did a great job with it musically. It, it's it's good. It's and okay. It's a good song. Like I said, it's a, this is just to yeah, me. It was it, just this very faithful. Yeah, thing. it was like now, this is when he starts saying, "Which is okay." I gotta, I gotta get the song so I can listen. <laughs> here comes the song. <laughs> right. It's been a long time. This is uh, when I started really like, the Beatles stuff. Wow. Well, and then by the way, old Black Eyed Dog come together. Yeah, I like to hear those again. You gotta get that that's the problem. Remastered box. And mm-hmm. see, that's the the when Penny Lane popped into my head. I the probably the second or third time I tried to listen to this, I just quit and I switched over to the Beatles because I really like <laughs> Penny Lane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can see that. Penny Lane is just a great song to me. I love that song, and so this yeah. I think because of my like for this song, 
this ranked higher than, you know, I, this could have, should have been maybe if you're ranking them in order of ports, I would put this second, in my my opinion. I just I like the song, so I'm trying to be more critical of it, but I just can't get past the point that I like this song. I, I, I like I didn't I didn't not like this version track. of it. I uh, I didn't like it either. Penny Lane. Yeah, I didn't like See, it. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was passable. But, yeah, just passable. But That's... I didn't like the uh, the choppy strings were kind of, uh, I don't know, it was, it was like a half-hearted attempt to to match the full full orchestra sound that the original has. And the accordion sounds French to me, which seems weird. I mean, why would they bring in a Frenchified accordion if you're singing a song about Liverpool? I don't know. See, so, I liked it. I didn't get it. You know, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't understand what the accordion was. I, I another forgave one, him. Yeah. I said, okay, well, I didn't really like this one. It's another one of my I do like the favorite song, Beatles too. Like and it always, just, just the song itself always makes me think back to uh, grade school, back in St. Mary's, in music class. Remember the music mm-hmm. class? Well, where they used to make you sing? They would make you sing the songs. And then, and uh, <laughs> did this they was one that? of the songs. Did they do the line about finger pies? Mm-hmm. I don't remember, <laughs> but all I do I do remember though was uh, the uh, Penny Lane is in my ears and in my eyes. We a couple goofballs. We would we would do a little in my ears and in my eyes thing. And the and the uh, music teacher <laughs> whose line is it anyway? Yeah. <laughs> and the music music teacher would be like pissed, but like laughing at us at the same time because it was amusing and and like almost appreciative, like like. Maybe these kids are liking the music or something. Yeah, or maybe so she should let them explore their art. Right, yeah, she couldn't really like, yell at us, she, but she thought <laughs> it was funny. Mike and and uh, uh, was an artist of smart acidism. <laughs> so, so and of course, that encouraged us to do it all that much more. So every time we would do that song, we uh, those, those goofballs would do that <laughs> one part, and then she'd be mad and laughing and... I just remember that very early smart ass antics from uh, <laughs> more than thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. This is like third or fourth grade. This is very. Like, this is the way back. Track five, uh, Michelle. Michelle. Oh, uh, wasn't a fan. No, I. Uh, I don't mind the song normally. No, just I didn't. Ugh. I didn't like this. Song. <laughs> I didn't like. And you know the this the song. It was a big thing. My daddy used to sing it to my sister. And all Same. Her name was Michelle. Same here. <laughs> yeah. And he it's loved not like the I'm, song. And, my dad. Yeah, and and the song is pretty good and everything. But it was it over the years. It's never stayed with me too much. And then I don't like this version. I didn't like this. I just didn't like it. <laughs> I'm in the minority because I the like message it. here. Oh, really? Joe didn't like. I really liked it. Really? I can understand why you guys didn't like it because it's you know very quiet and subdued, and yeah. a quiet samba. But I thought it was great. Yeah, it kind of it, it did really slow down right here after. I the, thought it was great because the bang up start, he, he, start we had. He maintained the feel of the of the song without having to imitate the song because the McCartney version is kind of Frenchified, but this one is is like Latin flavored with a with a samba. So I liked it. Yeah, you know, I'd like them to try different things, and I just I fell asleep once. <laughs> yeah, I can understand. I can understand falling asleep office. to this song, and there's a there's another song coming up that sounds a lot like this one, so I can understand you falling asleep a second time. I think I I was listening to this when running one time, and I th- this is not a good song <laughs> to run. No, you fell asleep. <laughs> Mike was running as fast as he was in the. Yeah, but he's only running a half marathon, so it's really bad. <laughs> You can really nap during those half marathons. <laughs> he was standing still on the side of the road. <laughs> it's like preschool. Don't they have a nap time? Is he a spectator? He's, <laughs> why is he sweating just watching these people? Next track, I Feel Fine. This is when I really started losing interest. I did not like this. I think this no. is where he started to really like throw strings and... yeah. Make it I like crazy. I like the idea of using the string quartet as the as the rock and roll bass line, but then he gets really carried away and gets all psychedelic for just the sake of being psychedelic. Mm-hmm. And, and then doesn't every song all of a sudden all of a sudden have the same pattern? 
from this there end. There you go. See, yeah. and that's why. It's like, is this where it starts? Yes, yeah, this is where it starts. Okay, let's gonna... So now, and, then, and for me, I keep stepping, I'm going down the stairs here. It, but it's like the same thing. I started yeah. off so high. But I mean, it just, it was weird, and I'm like, was every song like this? I didn't really go back. It almost like they had a pattern, and they just plugged the song into the pattern. Yeah, I yeah, just didn't no, like it. But, but it kept going more and more, exaggerating it. As so the, as a the thing that pop up for me, but no, I just plain didn't like it. Yeah, looking back on it, I thumbs down on this one. Yeah, I think we all agree. Next one, fixing a hole from Sergeant Pepper. Yes, I don't think I. I'm not no, even recalling it now. No, 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 no. It's I. Okay, the one before I didn't like. This one was okay. It was just okay. Yeah. It's and I, you know what? I don't know this song very well. Uh, the Beatles song. I wrote that it's got a quiet, smooth jazz feel till the psych rock bridge, and it's like an acid flashback. Yeah, I mean, for, that's for like no reason whatsoever. But it's it's like I feel fine where they just tossed it in there just to imitate the. Uh, the weird sounds in uh, Benefit of Mr. Kite and I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, that's also off Sergeant Pepper. So, so uh, I gave this one a negative review. So I've got three positives, one middling, no, four positives, one middling, and two negatives so far. And the next track is Norwegian Wood. Then it took a step up for me here, but I do like this song, yeah. the Beatles song. Yeah. yeah. So See, I think that's what, it, but I think I he did a very good job. I don't think he stayed fairly was... close to the original. Yeah, mm, fairly close. Yeah, not really. No, yeah. not really. No, no, there's not any. There's only a sitar in the background of Norwegian Wood. It's not an Indian song like this one is. So this is even more. Yeah, it's way more. But I enjoyed this. Yeah, I like the original. And I it was like, very. I, like I mean, it was. See, my issue here was, did I just enjoy the song? Because I don't know that he did a better job on the song. I think I was just like the song. Yeah, maybe it's just remembering no, that yeah. song. I think it takes you to a different place. Because I was singing along with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah this That's is probably song. what it is. You're right. The last song I didn't even know. Anyway, next song, Strawberry Fields Forever. Possibly my favorite Beatles song ever. Really? I do like the song. The Beatles song. Yeah, I don't know if I care for this. And version. right now, I cannot recall the Peter Beard version. Cause it's kind of psychedelic, wasn't it? Kind of psychedelic. Yeah, it's it's like he went he went uh, a one eighty on this one, where the Beatles one is is like got everything in it, a full orchestra, a rock band, bizarre noises and stuff, and Peter Mayer's is just like guitar based. It's just him, pretty much solo, just on guitar. I can't remember. I don't. I, I just know it. I didn't so I was, really care I was, for this version. In my notes, I joke that all the strings that would have been on this song got shifted over to "I Feel Fine" and "Fixing a Hole." It is a good song. Mm-hmm. I'm, it, it, well, yeah, I never I, asked you what's your. I gave him points. Songs. I gave him points on on changing it up. You know, stripping it down. This this ornate song just got stripped down to solo guitar, but. I didn't like it. So I gave him points for the attempt, but I didn't like the end result. Yeah, this is not a, not a high, it doesn't get high marks from me. Although I, I, I do like the Beatles version of it. It's one of the better ones. What track are we on? 12? After the Strawberry Fields. Fields. on the Hill. 10. Also from the Magical Mystery Tour album, or EP. Uh, like the song, I didn't like this version. Matter of fact, after the second time, I don't think I listened to it again. No, I. I uh, Did he really like slow this down? Time. Yes, he yeah, went back to the sound. You couldn't sing along I, with it. I didn't care for it. Either. It was that different. No, I, I didn't like it. Bothered me. Yeah, but that's because I'm just trying to change it up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's a weird way to say it, but you know, it's because the whole album is Beatles songs. It's, just, <laughs> it's a good song selection, right? If you took all the Beatles songs and, and put them right. in this order. No, it's not bad. I liked it. Oh, really? I really? I liked it. Yeah, that I liked change it. of pace. That, that would I be a good it. collection. I might do that. Next song, since I guess that's it for Fool on the Hill. Next song, We Can Work It Out. 
uh, Nadira. That's right. That's right. Yes, and I, I enjoyed it. And uh, you know, we, when we did the Deers album, and I probably and I remember Mick saying he wasn't really a fan of that type of singing, and really neither am I. But then sometimes it's okay. And she was. I don't think she sang, and, and I go back to this because I really ripped on that album. Because I don't think she had good song selection, and I don't think she sang to her strength. On her album? On her album. Because I like her voice normally, and there were points during her album that I didn't like her voice. I thought she was out of her power range. And I don't know that she should be a lead singer, because she's she has a issues, I think, just sustaining interesting sounds for an entire song but when she's a backup or she hits a, a, a chorus or something she's very powerful and she can keep your interest I think she has a hard time sustaining interest over an entire song and the more I thought about her album that's what I concluded but I like her as a as an add-on and a backup singer and I, I didn't mind her in this I don't know I think she could Pull the weight on her own if if it's the right song. I think this song some of the fun. songs like kind they were of having fun on her record. Like this song. Yeah, yeah. I think whoever picked her songs did a horrible job. But again, I really liked. We can work. I really like. We can work it out. Yeah, this sounded good. It was fun. Man, like the Beatles song too. Mm-hmm. But no, I like. I like this. Then we go to the live track. Yep, Rocky Raccoon. It was odd. All of a sudden, this live track right. was thrown yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, this should have been. Weird. You know what? It, with this many songs, why was this not a bonus track? Because it has Jimmy Buffett on it. Make sure that you put Jimmy Buffett on the album cover. I mean, on the back. It's good for a certain amount of sales. Yeah, but yeah. it could have been a Jimmy Buffett bonus track. You know, you could have advertised it as Maybe. Peter I Mayer was with the same thing. It should be a bonus track. But it's, I figured because he had to put Jimmy Buffett's name on the back. Yeah, it's easily a bonus track, but the song was awkward and out of place if it wasn't the last song or a bonus track. It had no business being where it was at in this album. It, it, yeah, it, was there was a there was a certain flow I thought to this entire album, and and at that point I was maybe getting a little bit aggravated, but at that point I was officially turned off. What the hell is this, and why is it here? <laughs> no, it was just so funny. Jimmy's voice comes on. Hey, uh, Peter, why don't you help me out over here, or whatever he says. It's like, it just, it was odd. Like, yeah. I liked the... Yeah, when I first heard it, I was really let down that it wasn't a, a studio version yeah. of it. I thought it was kind of chintzy that it was just a live version. Especially because we found out about the album through... Buffett doing these live versions mm-hmm. and then when you get the album it's like oh crap I, I'm hearing the thing I already heard yeah, it's like Buffett's got a studio at every one of his houses he couldn't have thrown they gotta freaking and take his iPad and record <laughs> something is better than this live version it's not even a good live version no I, I thought it was pretty good I was impressed yeah. during the concert no I liked it I've never I, been a fan expert, of this song free. even yeah, I, like I would agree song. to that. Never too. Really yeah, it's a it. pretty silly. To me, song, it's an album yeah, it's filler just, on like any it. song. Yeah. It's yeah, a no, bonus it's track. It's just a screw song. Yeah, but then to do it, Beatles covers. Why not? I, and I thought the Coral Reefers did a really good job during the concert. I don't know if it was worthy to be included on an album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except yeah. for a live album. Yeah. But I thought they did a cool job. I, I enjoyed Michael Utley playing the tack piano, like on the original. Not a fan. I like this, but yeah, it was just odd. Chintzy. Yeah. Next track, Blackbird, which is kind of faithful to the original, except Peter Mayer does a kind of new-agey guitar instead of a, you know, straightforward acoustic guitar. At least that's what I heard. Well, you guys were asleep not, to, not to insult fans of this song, but I, I never really cared for <laughs> the song. I'm all. glad Mike said it, not me. <laughs> I know it's, you know... It's one of those blasphemous. To, it's one of the songs I heard. If you love the Beatles, the day after you have to the love song, had killed, and it was on the radio or more than one day. All Beatles all the time for a week or whatever it was. Nah, didn't care for it. Yeah. Okay, next track. Almost the title track. Hello, goodbye. Yeah. Okay, I like this song a lot as a Beatles song. 
At this point, I was pretty down on the album, having to sit through Rocky Raccoon and Blackbird. Um, I just don't think he did a great job with it. I, and I'll be honest with you, is Glee released this. Yeah. And I, I like the Glee version better. I just, I just like the arrangement though. I just, I didn't like it at all on this album. And maybe just because I was so annoyed at this point, having listened to, listen, you know, to the other, I was still at this point probably trying to figure out why in the hell that Rocky, Rocky I thought I, I actually checked because sometimes when I drag, like, <laughs> like my iTunes, I get them out of order a lot. Like something in that you shouldn't have. No, I, I put things out of order because I have my iTunes, whatever I last downloaded. So sometimes my songs. But I do are out of order when I drag them over I forget to rearrange them by I number album or by track yeah. number so I'm literally thinking that that rack I was going back and looking and I'm like no it says 12 out of 15 <laughs> yeah. I'm like that's not a bonus track so I think I spent like th the last three songs the first time I listened to this <laughs> bitch trying to figure out <laughs> figure out what happened to his iTunes yeah. what track are we on so Hello so Goodbye is 14 hello, yeah Hello Goodbye and and I, so what I did is is I listened to that and I said, I just, I don't, I'm not feeling it. And I put the Glee version right next to it, right after it. And I, I like the Glee version. <laughs> I don't care, call me, you can call me out. <laughs> I'm telling you, they got good music on there. I like the mashups. <laughs> I, I freaking hate the show now. <laughs> See, I'm just getting into it. I can't stand that show. I love it. It's so that's what I like about it. See, the problem is, is I'm, I was emotionally invested in too many damn shows. So I'm looking for a show that I don't have to be emotionally invested in, that I don't have to watch every week religiously, that I can just have fun with. And and I do that with, you know, Glee. And I and I like some of the music. I mean, I like there are some, there is some modern music that I know you guys would, you know, shoot. Well, yourselves before you listen to that I do because I have kids, you know, and so my kids are bringing it to me and I, and I don't mind it. I try to be open-minded, but I'm telling you, I do not like this version of Hello Goodbye, and I have about six other versions of it, the latest version of Being a Glee, and I'm telling you, it's better. Hmm. Well, the Glee version is a lot more like the original. Too. See, I don't know. I kind of liked this version. To me, it kind of the album redeems itself a, a little bit here with this song. kind of comes really? back for me, yeah. Because I was getting down. I was, I was you like, know. bored with it. Yeah, I think that's where I was, too, at this point. That's where I was as well, but I, I think this one helped me a little bit. But. but once again, was it the version of the song or was it the song? Maybe the fact that I liked the song. Exactly. That could be. And then we come to the final track. Last track, Something, the second George Harrison song. I didn't care for it. <laughs> the last sleeper. Do you like? Do you like the no. Beatles song? I like oh, the I really like the Beatles. I like the original. I, when you're in a mellow mood, this is a great song. And this is a mood song. And so to put it on an album, especially at the end of an album, I don't know that you want to go out. It's like a wedding. They always tell you when you're DJing, you can never ever go out on a slow song. A mellow. You know emotional song so I don't understand why this is at the end of the album whoever decided the tracks did a great job with the first the guy who was in charge of deciding the first track was brilliant and he charged too much money and so they just randomly put this shit together after well, it's that. Like, yeah let's do this let's do this and they got less and less excited <laughs> as they went on and uh, well alright how about this by the end I mean Rocky Raccoon, Raccoon should have been at the end I would have been happier <laughs> Yeah, no, it you been don't end on something. I'm sorry. Yeah, that would have been better. It's a hello, goodbye would have been a better ending. If you yeah, did hello, goodbye. You know, I was just assuming now that we were done. I forgot about it, something. And hello, goodbye was the last track. If it wasn't the first track. And it track. should have been. Or it should be the first track of the second side. I would have taken Rocky Raccoon <laughs> and Blackbird and made them <laughs> bonus <laughs> tracks. <laughs> but remember, title tracks used to always be the first track of one of the two sides it's always seen that way i mean not always a lot of times it's seen that way but a lot of times it was the first track of the second side of the vinyl album 
So, I mean, overall, I, I, I don't want to rip on them because I think musically and artistically there's some good things here. Um, I just think the concept of an all Beatle cover is just too hard. It's too iconic. There's a certain song you don't do. And if you do the song, I don't think you can do an artist as powerful as the Beatles. You just can't. You can't turn those songs into your own and rearrange them. Everybody sings along with those songs. And you screw with that, it's just not going to be loved. And if you like it, it's because you like the original song. I mean, and that's why, and one of the reasons that Jimmy Buffett is brilliant, Jimmy picks songs that other artists, when you listen to them, are okay. You know, and he sucks them, and he makes them his, and they're great. I mean, I know that Southern Cross is a very popular song with, you know, Crosby, Nash, or whatever, but Buffett made that his song. And maybe because it's a generation thing, I wasn't big on the original, you know. But even Van Morrison, how do you redo Brown Eyed Girl and make it your own and get away with it? I mean, that's a pretty iconic song. But I think it became more iconic when Buffett did it. These songs, you're not going to make any of these songs more iconic. Am I just full of shit? You guys understand <laughs> all what I'm saying? No, I know what you're I'm saying. I'm trying to say but something I, I intelligent. Don't that, I don't know that, I don't that, know that, that that's what he was going on. for. I think he's yeah. just he's just paying. There's, there's no place It's for an that homage here. to the Beatles. He's just paying them. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an a homage. project, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's not trying to, like, I'm going to try to. He's not going to one up them with their songs. Own songs yeah. This is the project was because it's Beatles songs. He just it's likes just the Beatles and he wanted to do it. And, just that made me uh, want to listen to Beatles. So I, 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 I like to couple the songs. I thought he did a good job on uh, on changing up Obla Dee Obla Da and come together. I heard, you know. I thought there, there, are, there are four songs. songs. Like I'll be honest with you. There's probably four songs on here. I'll the take Rocky away. Raccoon is too much like the original, though. But the, the ones, the well, first, it was, the I'm first two, I thought he did a good job of of making the songs still sound really great on his own terms. But those are the only two that... Uh, all the rest, like, Here Comes the Sun is kind of, kind of too close to the original. Yeah. And the other ones kind yeah, of like failed. It's, it's, as clo- it's close to the original, Here Comes the Sun, but yeah. it's not as good. Right. And, and some things kind of... I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's like... Too. But he used a... He brought in a soda. Do you really want to drink Fago Pop? No. Fago Cola. Hell no. You know, you're going to go with a Coke. <laughs> you know, you just don't go with the off-brand. And uh, to me, this is just, well, it's just a whole it's a, album it's a project. of off-brand. It's a fun thing. You can get away oh, yeah. with a song or two. But don't take the freaking Beatles, of all people. Take two Beatles oh, come songs. on, how can you say that? The Beatles are the most covered band of all time. I, and I, that doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> I but just, it's still done. I'm sure all of these songs have been covered multiple times. Yeah, at least they didn't do Yesterday, time. right? The most covered song yeah, yeah. of all time, or it used to be. Yeah. Well, what can you do with Yesterday, though? Yeah, but it's the most covered song of all time, right? Unless Rock It Up. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard a hard rock Or actually yesterday. use the word scrambled eggs. Got to? Yeah, oh, yeah, a nice hard rock. Yesterday! Metal version. All right, let's work on that. That's our project. Oh, my trouble seems so fucking far away. <laughs> we'll do hard rock versions of ballads. This would be on our B side tour. <laughs> but anyway, I guess I get. By the way, we sold another bigger uh, ninety nine cents. Oh, oh, really? One more from Amazon. Uh, where was it? Well, should we advertise? Yeah. yeah. All the red lights on. Just advertise the fact that our. Our theme song, our much-talked-about theme song, is available for download. Yeah, multiple sources In the well. U.S. iTunes store and in the Amazon MP3 store. And if I'm not mistaken, we have a limited edition of Shot Glasses still available. And if we get some requests for shirts, I can get re- shirts now on a very quick turnaround time. Yeah, send your so. requests to uh, northcoastcast at gmail.com or podcast at northcoastcast.com. Shot glasses and or shirts in all sizes. And you can leave us an audio message. Please, we'd love to include your voice on the podcast. You can call us at 734-274-5959. That uh, toll-free number that we, that we had um, has been discontinued. Oh. It was too expensive. <laughs> 
So uh, you can still reach us at 734-274-5959. Does our website still have the number? Oh, actually, I think it still does. Yeah, I don't know if it does. <laughs> I think I just saw it. I need to take that off. Darn, there's probably so take many calls. people calling in. Yeah, we missing used to, so many calls. We used to have one eight 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 three eight coast Yeah, that's the one that's showing. That was yeah. our toll-free number, but that only lasted a couple months. I think it was yeah. maybe two months, three months. Because it takes money to not make and <laughs> and within those three months, I think we recorded one. Show. I love that. But we are we're gonna in get a banner. We're gonna have a banner. <laughs> are we not in contract? We're going to the North Coast, you know, and then why with quotes? We need a banner because it takes money to not make money. We need to buy a banner. <laughs> so anyway, final final words. Scott did not like it. What about you guys? I loved it, and then kind of went downhill from there. It, overall. I appreciated the effort. It was fun to, to listen to. But the first two songs are going to stay in a regular rotation for me. Yeah, I'm going to take that. A, a few of these songs out. And I really like Mike's plan. And tomorrow, I'm going to do my own playlist with the original version of the songs. I think it has potential. Putting Rocky Raccoon at the end, though. <laughs> <laughs> Can you find a live Beatles version? Yeah. So what do you have to, do you have to say? No, I don't think mine is. It's so much like Mike's. I have nothing. Uh, um, there's just a few songs I'm going to pick out of there that I like, but I'm not going to listen to the album again no. too much, unless I, unless I, for some reason, make a playlist where this thing, the whole album, fits into it and shuffles through. And well, you're really, really itching songs. now to get the Beatles songs, but those first two, three so, songs, they they could be. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd like to show, have them show up. I liked them. Yeah, and I, I like Rocky Raccoon. So I definitely like this album more than you guys. There are only two songs that I really did not like, and they were actually right next to each other, which is unfortunate. God, and I thought if anybody would rip on this I entire process, no, I, I, I liked it. Too. I thought I thought he, uh, I thought he did a really good job. There was too much songs. of the string quartets or the strings. Yeah, if anybody knows them Beatles, Mickey does. So it's not going to change my opinion, though. <laughs> and uh, the dirty little secret about this show is that. There are actually more Paul songs than there are John songs. Oh, I meant to do that as we went there through. There are eight we Paul songs, five John songs, and two George songs. So there's five John songs. That's fine. Oh, oh because, yeah. Yeah, did you guys try playing any of these songs backwards? <laughs> yeah, it's a, I'll go do that, too. Listen to the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, listen to the original version. <laughs> I know, it was it all by accident. <laughs> The Beatles baked it into their songs somehow when he tried to cover them. <laughs> oh, gosh. Listen to the real thing. <laughs> but it did make me itch to hear these songs. It did. And I did like a few. Because I want to say, yeah, I, few. I did take, I did take we breaks can work it out during this album, especially after Strawberry Fields Forever. I felt it's like I have to listen to the original now. So I took a little Strawberry Fields Forever break and then went back to the See, game. that would have helped. That would have helped taking little <laughs> reality checks throughout the, uh, the thing. I would have given you a well, that's a the nice thing about having a digital library. You can just jump yeah. in. Kate was song. getting her teeth cleaned for one of my listens, and I listened to that. I was able to listen to the whole album. Um, but I, I was awakened by the woman who was cleaning her teeth to tell me about him. <laughs> I was just in the waiting room. And I'm like, she said, what to do with it. You know, I could kind of hear. I was like, kind of out of it. So she put a little. She started cleaning his around you. <laughs> well, she's like, no. I mean, I was in the waiting room, and she's like, I know. Well, that's what I out. meant. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. She's got the. As long as I'm here, she puts the little jewel napkin around you. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, wow. You know, starting with Michelle, I, I went through like three songs. Sleep, and I had to go back. Uh, that one will put you to sleep. Yep. I'm not surprised, really. Because that might have been. Through Fool on the Hill, how far apart are those songs? Uh, they're pretty far. Maybe wow, I you had a good twice. nap there. I had to. Uh, it's a, wow, that was a short album. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go back. And, uh, again, I had a lot of time. We're talking about how long it is, and Shmo's going, four songs? What the hell? I mean, this wasn't an EP? Yeah. A lot of songs had that string quartet thing going, or whatever, the strings. It was really pushing the strings on a lot of them. Yeah, wow. That's like a Beatles yeah, thing. Yeah, trying to do the production, the whole Beatles production. That's why I, the one song you really overdid it was I Feel Fine. That's where it was like, okay. Yeah, it has some weird sounds and we stuff. We get it, you have a string quartet, give it a rest, move on. Get weird echoes and stuff. And, yeah, be careful. 
So, so there we have it. Over a year in the making. <laughs> we're so lame. I don't know. I didn't are we recording? Are we recording next week? Is this I'm, our Christmas show? Is what I'm asking. Well, Merry Christmas anyway. <laughs> if I don't see you again, listeners. <laughs> yeah, happy Hanukkah at least. Hanukkah's we should try to get a holiday show. Is, is it over or almost over? I think this tonight, in the first. Yeah, the this might be night. the eighth I night. I believe that tonight's the last night. So happy Hanukkah. A belated happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Season's greetings. I don't know what Kwanzaa happy. starts. Kwanzaa starts after Christmas? It doesn't it? And Ramadan's already done. And maybe Happy New Year. Happy 2011 to all our listeners. Wow. I'm just yeah, i got to believe we'll have a show before that. you got we'll to see. Really? you got to believe that? We'll we see. did our December show. I'm thinking it's our holiday show. Mike thinks yeah? we've got another one in we us. we got another one in there. If not so we'll next see. Wednesday, we'll the following but Wednesday. we got the holiday fields. Go out and buy Peter Mayer's Goodbye Hello for a loved one. Buy that yeah, cordless right. frozen concoction maker. Best and price. And the Robert G album, if you haven't already. Yeah, the Robert G album you should buy now. And I guess that's it. Days shorter, leaves fall, beaches closed. Just talk with some friends. We pack it in, come back out. Do you believe this?